Fiends and horror hounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z, joined like I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How's it going, man? It's good. How you doing? Uh, not bad. It's been an interesting week. Uh, yeah. That stimmy hit, so. Oh, that's good news. It's been fun. I, I didn't do too much with stimmy yet. No, we, um, like, Liz went and got a tattoo. Um, we, like, called up, like, we paid some, like, some of, like, the more major bills kind of thing, and we have rent paid for this month. And other than that, like, we went to, like, I didn't go too crazy with buying stuff. I don't really know even. Oh, I got a Sfinguli t-shirt. That's what I got. Oh, that's cool. And I ended up getting a cat. I saw you got a cat. Let's talk about the cat. Everyone yeah. who wants a horror movie, you're going to have to wait. Yeah, you have to wait for just a second because we have uh, the cat from Dimension Z, the Baron, now. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, there's Is it adjusting um... well and everything? Oh yeah, today's day two. Um, he's doing really well. He's mostly staying upstairs of the house because that's where I first kind of let him out. Yeah, but um, he's doing good up here. He's him and the uh, other cats are kind of like not quite getting along yet. They're kind of staying away from each other, but they're not being like aggressive. Well, that's good. They'll get there. Yeah. If not, they'll just avoid each other. Yeah, exactly. Which I've the one cat, Mallory. I'm like. Man, me and you, Baron, we're going to bully this cat because I don't like this one. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't like her. It's just that she's just so dumb. Like, she's, like, huge. Like, she's ginormous. Then by a, that, I mean, she's fat as fuck. <laughs> oh, I love fat cats. But she's also, like, super dumb. Like, we're pretty sure she might be inbred. Uh, that's very likely. So, yeah, she's really dumb, and she only likes Liz. She hates me, so me and her have, like, this rivalry going on. Oh, I see. <laughs> so I'm sitting here explaining to Bear, and I'm like, me and you are going to gang up against this one. And Liz is like, no, don't be, like, starting plots with you and your new cat against my cat. You have clicks in your own house. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can get him to meow. <laughs> do meow in the mic. He's not going to do it. Now, every time I pick him up, he meows. Uh, you know, he's, he's Mike shy. Yeah. Yeah. But we well, have a new, uh, I guess podcast cat. Cause he just hangs out in my podcast room. So. Oh, good. My dog's just left. There I have no animals with me. Oh, I heard him. Yeah. So, um, so now to finally get into the movie, um, <laughs> puppet master from 1989. Yeah. This is, uh, directed by Dave. I Schmoller. I'm going to guess Schmoller. Okay. This is a movie. Yeah. That's what I can say. This is a movie. This is definitely one that, like, I had to watch in two parts because uh, there's definitely great parts of it that are fun and funny, but there's a lot of parts that just drag with, like, okay, what's going on? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of it in this one. There's, it's, no, I, I guess I should say, well, what do you think? What did you think I should ask? And then I'll get to mine. Well, I think this is the only the third time I've ever seen this movie, um, the first time I was listening, I th there was like a review show or something I liked that was doing the entire series. So like I watched it for that. And then that's when I got it on like the nine movie box set for like $5 from Walmart. And as, as soon as I saw that it was like 
that many movies for like that little price i'm like okay i know what i'm getting myself into yeah they they are giving these movies away and they've been for years the puppet master series but i cannot believe how many of these movies there are oh yeah it's and you know what's funny my take on this movie is i like the puppet master franchise more than i like the movie puppet master yeah, especially, like, you start getting into, like, the later ones. Like, I know uh, The Littlest Reich, which was the last one, was, like, pretty good. I like that one a lot. And then there's also one with Greg Sestero from The Room. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a better franchise overall than, honestly, any of the individual movies in it, I guess is the way to say it. Yeah, they all have good parts of them. Like, I think it's, like, Puppet Master, like, 3 and 4, like... The bad guy demon, it looks like an animatronic from Spirit Halloween. Like, it's not good at all. And it makes, like, three movements. Like, it literally is, like, motion censored. Yeah. It's it's something. I don't know. It's one of those movies we had to hit on the podcast. I'm happy that we hit it. But I don't know if I can say I like the movie. Yeah, it's a weird movie where, like, I do enjoy watching it. But when I watch it, I'm kind of like... Eh, like I'm always kind of like this. It's okay. It's pretty good, but this Remember is when we said about Tusk, where we're like right when it starts dropping, something new comes in to pick you back up into it. Right. This takes too long to introduce that thing to pick you back up into it. Or it holds on, like we say a lot of times too, is where it holds on scenes for like way too long. Like the leech woman scene goes yeah. on for like way, way too long. Yeah, it's it's something and. All right, let's jump into it, because it starts right away with the opening credits. It's, what is this creepy zoomed-in faces? Are they the puppets? Because they look like real faces that they're zooming on. I'm pretty sure they're the puppets. Okay, it's not made clear, because they have this weird, like, 80s wavy filter over it and everything. And this is also, like, right away we get hit, too, with, like, the whimsical music that, like, is the Puppet Master theme. It sounds like a jack-in-the-box music, like what you or, like, a music box music. Yeah, it's kind of like circusy, like yeah, Jack in the Box music, where it's like yeah. I guess it fits with the toy thing, but with this being a horror movie, it seems like it would be in like The Hobbit. Yeah, I, that's very accurate. Um, and we get our scene that most—I mean, the, our location card where most of this movie takes place, the Bodega Bay Inn. Except at the beginning, it's 1939. I was gonna say, and this is like it. This definitely leans into like the later movies lean into it way more. But, like, there's little hints of, like, Nazi stuff all throughout all these movies. Yeah, well, it's, you know, the an easy cop-out for horror is Nazis had scary science, you know. Yeah, Nazis are the bad guys. Yeah, they're the ultimate bad guys. So like, well, Which they are. But, yes, but it's used a lot in horror. Oh, yeah. Um, And then the guys making puppets. I, the, I guess, puppet master. Yeah, Toulon, who um, Greg Sestero plays young Toulon. I think it's called Re- Retro Puppet Master. But okay. this series also, like, the later move, like, as the movies go on, the timeline makes no sense. Oh, yeah, none of this. What do you expect? The Full Moon Pictures. Come on. Yeah, which Full Moon, like, they have some, like, they definitely have worse movies than this. They have, like, Ginger Dead Man and stuff, Dude, I'm pretty Evil sure. Evil Bong is from Full Moon. But they also have great movies like Castle Freak with Barbara Crampton. So, okay. I mean, Full Moon, like, they're definitely, you know what you're getting into when you see Full Moon at the beginning of movies. Yes. And then we get this, which goes on for fucking ever. This first person cam of obviously a tiny person running around outside. And when I say this first person camera shot goes on forever, 
it goes on forever. Oh yeah, it goes. Yeah, it, it shows him like running up like four flights of like like four stories of a building in real time almost. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Like it's he's tiny, so no one notices him. He's sneaking around everyone's feet. He's maybe a little under a foot tall, I'd say, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, you would definitely notice him. Yeah, so that's like if you had a possum or a raccoon, let's say, and they're even a little larger, but comparable size right next to your feet, you would notice it. Yeah, well, and he's also, like, he's kind of being, um, like, inconspicuous at certain points, but other times he's, like, running across the piano. Yeah, if you're trying to hide, why would you run across the keys of a piano? Which with The one this part en- that makes noise. This entire segment, he doesn't get caught until he's almost at the room by that, like, old woman. Yes. Which it's is ridiculous I think, uh, that he doesn't. I think this one's name is Blade, the one that's yes. running around at the beginning. Yeah, I don't know all the names, but this one is the most... If When you think of Puppet Master and you think of that puppet, it's probably the one we're talking about. Yeah, the one he's like the most awesome looking one until you get like to the later ones where it's like... I love the cowboy with like six arms in the later movies, and there's also like War Machine or something like that where it's... uh. He has, like, bullet teeth, and he, like, spits fire. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I don't know if I remember that one. It's in the later one. I forget. He gets introduced in, like, two or three. But Blade looks so awesome, and, and you think of him, mascot. like... You know what I, yeah, he's definitely the mascot for the franchise. But he doesn't really do a whole lot throughout no, the franchise. It's what they put on the covers, so... Well, he's the most cool-looking, yeah. Yeah. And what he gets up, and the pup- the puppet master guy is working on puppets obviously that's what he does and the one in the window turns and looks at him and he's like i know they're coming don't worry i'll take care of you yeah it's okay i was i love his voice he seems like the sweetest like little old man he's like it's okay it's okay like he's reassuring the puppets <laughs> he's literally geppetto from pinocchio oh 100 percent. even the voice and everything now that i'm saying it i'm wondering is that geppetto but the time doesn't line up i doubt it but it's... it sounds just like him it's Geppetto in Nazi Germany or wherever they are. <laughs> yeah, he's putting puppets and some ancient scrolls away, like into a trunk that he's putting in a wall. And Blade is running late because, as you mentioned, that lady finally sees him running and screams. Yeah. And, and um, I. Wait, go ahead. I, he and uh, he's currently Puppet Master uh, is currently making probably one of my favorite puppets, which is that a uh, jester one. Where his uh, face spins. He doesn't really ever do much throughout the entire series. I just love his expressions. The one where his face spins in three places? Is that yeah. this one? Yeah. And it's like if you horizontally cut his face twice and they all spin. It's weird. But yeah, so they Blade makes it in. They hide him in the trunk in the wall. And the what we're assuming are, and we later find out, are Nazis are outside of the door knocking and getting ready to break in. And he shoots himself. Yeah, the sweet little old man who was like, everything's okay, I'm going to take care of you. Yeah, he shoots himself in the fucking head. <laughs> I gotta tell you, then we cut, that's the whole opening. So, an opening usually sets your tone of the movie, right? Right. And, like, lets you know a little what you're in for. The only thing I got from this opening is there's puppets. Yeah, there's puppets, and yeah, because it definitely takes a different tone, like, whenever it goes to, like, modern-day Bodega Bay. Yeah, this makes you think almost like in the future it's going to be the Nazis had them and something like that. But we don't touch any of that. And I gotta, I'm gotta i not going to lie, 
this is the most thinly thin plot out of almost any movie we've done and we watch slasher movies this yeah. has barely a plot this well, movie i'm still not 100 percent sure why they were are, are, are is he was the guy that the funeral they showed up to just like a rival psychic or something i don't know because they explain so little of this the movie is almost two movies it's it could be it's the puppet movie and this group of psychics movie Right. Why they're connected, I do not really know. I know because part of their thing has to deal with the puppets and the scrolls, but that's about it. Yeah, because at one point, I'm pretty sure they say something about, like, that's what they're looking for is, like, the secret of the puppet master and whatnot. But it's like, you have no idea what it's like. You're already psychic. Why are you? Yeah, and they have pretty cool psychic powers. Yeah, what are you... Yeah, the one woman just, like, comes all the time. Like, every time she touches anything. Which, that's the luckiest husband in the fucking world. (laughs) He don't give a shit, though. No, most of the time, he's like, we gotta stay on track. Stay focused. And she's just sitting there, like... for what? To find weird talking puppets? Yeah. (laughs) Go to Toys R Us! She's writhing around on the bed, and he's like, stop it. He's, like, spritzing her with a spritz bottle, like... (laughs) this movie's batshit like i don't even know if i like it or not still (laughs) yeah neither do i like after multiple watchings like i still watch it and i like it but i don't know why yeah it's one of those ones we obviously had to cover because it's it's a pretty big franchise in horror well not a big franchise but well big enough you know what i mean so we had to touch it I remember even before I saw Puppet Master, like any of them, I knew like what some of them looked like. Like I knew yeah. what Pinhead looked like. I knew what Blade looked like. You know. Yeah, I was like at a flea market store this past weekend, and I this past week, and I saw Puppet Master figures there. Yeah, which ones did you say they had? They had the Creator and um, Blade together, and then they had the Pinhead. Oh, okay. Which is funny because the thing that I bought was I bought a Bella Lugosi Dracula, so it was like Bella last Lugosi's week's episode and, and this week, like it was it was like a perfect the only two horror things that I found. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw the picture of that Bella figure. I was like, "Fuck, I wanted." Oh that. yeah, I bought that. That's up on the shelf now. Um, so we cut to Yale University, present day, and the professor is his name Arthur because we don't find these people's names out until halfway through the movie. And I'm going back in my notes trying to make a note. I think uh, he was Arthur, right? There, there's Alex, there's Andre, um, and then most of them are just like woman, woman at carnival, man Alex. at carnival. It's Alex. You're right. Alex. Yeah. Okay. Is he the one with like the great hair? The Beethoven hair. Yes. Yeah. To the his... point that I'm like, is that the guy who played Beethoven and Bill yeah. Ted? <laughs> yeah, his hair is like steals the show for like most. Of, every time he comes in, I'm just like luscious hair. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's got that locked down. Um, and he's having a nap nightmare about leeches. Which comes into play later with fucking Leech Woman, which is, like, one of the most disturbing puppets in the entire movie. Yeah, and I have big thoughts on Leech Woman, and we'll we'll touch on it when we get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, like, that's pretty much his introduction. And I'm like, okay. And then we cut to this carnival with a psychic reading for a couple. And you know what's weird? Because... We've established later in the movie, but it's established that all these psychics like have real abilities, but do they not work all the time? Because she's kind of a terrible psychic. She's just going along with what they say, like any carnival psychic would. Well, she's like going through the motions completely. She's just like, well, doesn't she's like, oh, um, your uh, grandparents are going to die. And she's like, my grandparents are already dead. And she goes like, whoop. 
uh, your grandparents. Grandparent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's not using any of her psychic abilities for her psychic act. No, it's uh, also is this the woman that comes every time she touches anything? No, it is not. No, way? that's not her. Okay, this is the one they always keep referring to as the White Witch. Okay, who has the dog, which oh, also makes no sense. She has a stuffed dog later. We'll get to it. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's just creepy. Yeah, I have no fucking it, idea. It about reminds this me dog. of like, do you remember going to like thrift stores or like those like antique type shops where they would have the fake cats, but they looked like extremely real? Yeah, it's like you're supposed to give them to people with Alzheimer's or something like that. And yeah. yeah. Where like they were actually I th- I don't know if it's just an internet legend, but it was like later on it came out where it was like, oh, their fur was real cat fur. Yeah, I'd have no idea if they were or not. But yeah, the dog's fucking weird. I don't yeah. understand. We'll get it. It doesn't even look <laughs> like it's taxidermied well because its face is kind of fucked up. Yes. And but the psychic doing the reading, all of a sudden she like feels the puppet killing. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, she gets, like, a real vision as she's right. doing theirs. And they're like, are you okay? And then, next we cut to New York City for this thought transmission experiment. And here's where we get our couple. Um, the doctor's name is Frank, and the other doctor, the woman's name is Carissa. Okay. And they tell this woman, picture your wildest sexual fantasy. And he's reading what she's saying. Like, what? And he's talking to her. Like, what? You're not getting any of this? This girl's wild, but, like, but we find out her way is she has to touch things and she gets like an object's history. Right. Again, way too much to throw at us at once. Yeah. And it's, it's good. Oh, how long is this movie even? It's like, there's way too many characters. It's like, it's under 90 minutes. There's way too many characters with like way too many different like backgrounds to be able to flesh them out. You know what they need to do? Because do you know what else ran into this problem? Justice League. They need to release another, the puppet master, the Snyder Cut. That's what we need. (laughs) So we know what's going on with these people. The Snyder Cut of Puppet Master, where it's four hours long. We get some background finally. There's a random Joker scene that's like shoehorned in the end. Oh, dude, that scene. Uh, Well, that's another podcast. But yeah, that's that was wild. I only got an hour into it. So I want you to get to that scene. There's some things we got to talk about. No, I had to watch Veronica again. Um, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, now we That's cut to the hotel cut. again. The What's it called? The Grand Bodega or it's Bodega the, Bay, Bay, Bay? Yes. Which so is 100% the- a matte painting, like, like uh, stapled onto the side of a cliff. <laughs> oh, it's not even well done. No. Oh, no. And... They they all arrive, all these people we just talked about there. We don't know why at the time, but yeah, they're all there. And I put, Neil, question mark, is dead. He shot himself, is what the widow is telling them. So, oh, that's why they're here. And I love when they're like, can we be left alone with the body? And, like, the one girl pulls out that giant needle and, like, sinks it into his chest. And she's like, just to be sure. I'm like, that's cold as fuck. Yeah, that's just make sure he's dead. So there's some obvious history here where they are not friends. <laughs> like Which, someone doesn't trust somebody. Yeah, the whenever that scene happened, the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, I wish you saw him like gasp where he was actually like pretending to be dead and she just killed him." Yeah. Like you see him go <gasps> and then he dies. See, again though, this is two separate movies. <laughs> They're trying yeah, yeah. to make one. Like, you have the psychic who comes back from the dead. That's its own movie. And then you have killer puppets. That's a movie. Why are we combining them? 
Well, it's almost like the um. I know Charles Band was kind of uh famous for being like, we already have the set. Write a movie that could like be based around the set, and it's almost like they had like two half movies, and they're like fucking stick them together. It must have paid off for him because it sparked a franchise, like a long running franchise. Oh yeah, there's like fourteen of these movies or How something. How many Fridays like, are there? How many Friday the Thirteenth are there? 12. There were more puppet masters than goddamn Jason movies. What Which the is fuck? insane. Like, that should not happen. Yeah, why? I would trade every puppet master movie for, like, half an hour of new footage for a Friday the 13th movie. Well, that's why we have Womp Stomp. We get our little half-hour fixes. Yeah, thank you, Womp Stomp. I love you yes. guys. And like um, I said in a previous episode, I will blow you. Oh, that's not necessary. They, they still release them either way. But... Oh, yeah, they are free on YouTube. That's right. <laughs> exactly. No need for the blowing. <laughs> uh, it was either I would blow them or I was going to give them my testicles or something to make another one. Again, they don't need it. They're fine. <laughs> just as just as a tribute, just like the, I respect you guys. Here are my balls. And they're like, I'm sure they probably appreciate like a financial donation more. <laughs> they're like, no, here are my real testicles I mailed they're, to you. They're probably on Patreon or Kickstarter or something. <laughs> You think I could get an autograph by C.J. Graham? <laughs> oh my god. He was at a con oh, that not too long ago. Um, <laughs> What's that? He was at a con that I was at not too long ago. Oh, really? Yeah. C.J.? Um, but anyway, yeah, C.J. Graham. Um, there was a note left, by the way, that the widow says to not bury him until all of them arrived. So, weird, but okay. Um, yeah, where they didn't even... I don't think they even knew... They didn't know that they were going to be showing up to a funeral. I think they were just showing up to confront him, right? We don't know. That's the thing. I think yeah. they all showed up because their vision somehow led them there. I don't know. Right. This is like in Scooby-Doo where all the gang comes to Monster Island together. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Mr. So, Bean shows up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we cut to like them all like going to their separate rooms and everything. And the hotel worker staff lady is spying on the psychic girl, the White Witch, and she sees the stuffed dog in the bag. And we do for the first time. And I get the biggest what the fuck moment here. Well, not the biggest, but the biggest so far. Yeah. And I think she knew she was being watched. Because she looks back and smiles after she scurries away. Oh, well, because she, like, it was so comically loud how she, like, scurried away from the door. She, like, almost, like, she, like, fell down and went whoopsies. And, like, <laughs> ran into the wall, basically. And... <laughs> But I almost took it as, like, the psychic lady was being weird on purpose because she knew she was being watched. I don't know. Oh, yeah, because you see her, like, look through, like, the, like, a keyhole or whatever, and the psychic lady, like, kind of looks over at her. And you can even see, I, I think she, like, smirks even then, too. Yeah, exactly. And then we get um, Hair McGee, uh, Alex. <laughs> we get him having a vision of... Dancing in this big empty white room with a court of owls mask. I don't know. That's it. Oh yeah, I got that too. I'm glad you caught that too. Like I was thinking court of owls. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like I that, don't know. It's like court of owls, like Phantom the a uh, Phantom of the Opera mask. Yeah. And then the the doctor Frank and Carissa doctor assistant are in the elevator, and Carissa touches the elevator, and she has this weird vision that a rape happened in the elevator, and she's very traumatized. Nothing to do with the rest of the movie, by the way. No. Like, doesn't come into play like something bad with... No, that's just there. This ju this happened here. <laughs> yeah, no reason. Okay. And, yeah, so that's where everyone went. And then we get our first picture of... 
I believe his name's Pinhead. Is how I've been referring to him correct? Is the he big the big muscular one with the, one with the tiny pointy head? The ju- the human hands. Yes. Yeah, Pinhead. Okay, we see him crawl out of the casket. Yeah. That's it, and then we cut to dinner. Yeah, I I love whenever like I, Pinhead is one of my favorite ones because like later on we just see him like wailing on a woman like he's just literally like just punching her in the face but it's like these like comically like slow like kind of punches (laughs) like whoomp pause pause whoomp like why and how much like he cannot be that muscular so it's like a doll is punching you (laughs) yeah you know what i don't know the puppets motivations in this movie either but yeah why you know what let's talk about that I know we're jumping the gun, but why are the puppets killing the guests? I have no... It's almost... Is it where they're trying just to protect their, like, secrets or something? Or I don't know. And I'm sure if I looked it up, I could get it, but I shouldn't have to look it up. And, like, even later on when, like, we... Like, the spoiler alert at the very end where, like, the dead guy is, like, back to life... And, like, he's like, oh, yeah, these puppets are stupid, and, like, throws one, and then they all get, like, mad at him. (laughs) Yeah, like, are they serving him, and he doesn't like these people, but then, like, they have a change of heart? You know what, like, there are horror movies that are open-ended, kind of, and don't answer everything, but you can tell when they're doing it on purpose sometimes, and that's fine. I don't, I got no sense of this being on purpose, like, open-ended. No, I got this. Of It's almost like the, yeah, the puppets have like no will of their own. It doesn't really say it seems like they're just being told what to do or they're like, this is like the major, like, this is like the prime directive yeah. and, uh, oh, he like differentiated from it. Okay. We don't like him now. I, I don't know. And I'm sure some, someone will correct me and all power to you. I don't know why any of this is happening. No, if there's a major Puppet Master fan out there, tweet us at Throbbing Horror. Yeah, for real, like, I'm not being sarcastic. Like, no. I don't get it. Like, it's not like the end of Friday the 13th Part 1 or the end of It Follows where it's like, well, up to you, kind of. Like, where it's right. cleverly doing it. This is just, we don't know either. This almost seems like it's, a, it's one of those films where it's like, we have a bunch of cool scenes and... They don't exactly fit together, but we're just going to smush them together and make a movie. Yeah, I don't... Whatever. I mean, hey, we already watched it. Yeah. So, the psychic white witch girl, whose name I can't remember, tells Neil's widow, he probably married you for your money. Yeah, a completely not necessary. Yeah. And then we get our... Token dial group's dialogue backstory is told to the widow about how we were all psychic, we all yada yada yada. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's there's but still the backstory thing should make me go, Oh, okay. Nope, none of that. No. No, it's it should be like, Oh, that's why. It's always it's just kinda like, okay, and and oh, okay, we're in a different scene now. Yeah. And then that's it. And the maid is playing with the fire, like keeping it going, even though everyone's gone from that area. But she hears the piano making music. Once again, these sneaky puppets love running across piano keys. Yeah, they just like, they like making music. Their true passion is music. They're Maybe just that's kind why of they're so doing... mad. They're too tiny to play anything. Yeah, they're, they're so mad that they murder. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I don't know, but, um, she checks the piano, there's nothing there, 
she goes back to tending to the fire, but then she hears it again. Is this um? Is this is this when she gets hit by the uh, fire poker? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Pinhead, who I think gets the most kills, if I have to say, out of all the puppets. Um, <laughs> I put because I know it's supposed to be him bashing her in the head, but yeah. it's more of a bonk. Oh yeah, it it's definitely yeah. It should have that sound effect over just bonk. Yeah. And, like, she sees, like, stars over her face, like a cartoon, and, like, falls over. Except there's blood splatter from this low-level bonk with the fire poker. Yeah, it's a... Well, she has, like, the most tender scalp of any person ever. <laughs> but the thing is, from the angle where he is and everything, he... I'm assuming bonks her in the front or top of the head. Right. All the blood splatter, like, shoots backwards towards the fire, yeah, I know almost, I'm I'm just like splitting hairs here. Well almost but, like, her, like like her skull was crushed by it and it shot out the back of the skull. That's how hard she got hit. Well, apparently this is the strongest fucking puppet on earth. Well, he does have human sized hands on a teeny teeny body. <laughs> Again, doesn't equate strength, but okay. <laughs> Maybe it does. Um then we get the Carissa, did I say her name was? Her uh, bathtub vision. Or she is all horned up. Oh yeah, where she's like, oh my god, this one, this one I remember because she's like, there's uh, two women on shore leave from the navy spent their entire shore leave on in this bathtub. Yeah, did she say I it think, was like, like three, three or four days or something? Yeah, I'm like or maybe it was like two weeks, but it was a long time. Yeah, a shore leave is like a good amount of time. I'm pretty sure. So it's more than a couple days at least. So it's like. They just stayed in the bathtub the whole time. Like, I get fooling around and having fun, but at some point you're going to go get some food or take a nap. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought this up because that brings up questions I had, too. One, your fingers would be so pruney you would stick to the wall like Spider-Man. Right. Two, eventually you're going to have to take a shit. Not so romantic when you're sitting in the tub and your partner's taking a shit. Or did she completely just GG Allen it and shit in the bathtub? That they turn it into, like, it's just they're shitting and pissing in it the entire time. Do you know what I love about our show? What? We already talk about, like, some movies have a lot of fucked up shit in them, so there's no way we're ever going to be, like, a non-explicit rated show. But right. we make it so much worse all the time <laughs> than it needs to be. I love this show. It doesn't, yeah, there's no need for us to go into, like, well, maybe they're, like, early G.G. Allen fans and they're really into feces play. <laughs> But yeah, that's the whole bathtub thing. <laughs> um, so the widow is by the next scene's the widow's by the casket. One, how long has his body been here? If like they had to wait for them to show up to bury it and everything. Yeah, I know they in like they embalm the bodies and stuff, but yeah, you don't think it would be able to be left out for too long. I mean, once you do embalm, you can leave that thing out for a long time, but still like they're there, close it up, I don't know, whatever, everyone does yeah. their own thing. Um, but do you see, like, a puppet's shadow silhouette behind her against the window, but that's it. Yeah. Um, Carissa asks, um, Frank, do you think she's pretty? Gallagher's wife, I mean. And he doesn't answer. And he scares her by putting a stocking over his head, and then they start <laughs> kissing while he's wearing the stocking. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm at a is- loss here, Brett. And as soon as he gets tied up to the bed, I'm like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, that once we get there, yes. But that part, whatever. <laughs> one of the puppets, I don't remember which one, is hiding in 
Alex's room. I think it's Blade. I don't remember. I don't either, because it's that first person yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, no, because Blade's dragging the chair around outside, that's right, in the <laughs> hallway, to, to be a peeping Tom on Frank and Carissa, that's right. Yeah, he's peeping with, like, I think his name is Screwhead. The one that spins? Yeah. I think so, too. Oh, no, the one with the screw on his head, yes, yes. Yeah, the one I'd with imagine. the grow head, yeah, I think yes. his name's Screwhead or something like that. Screwhead, you get the idea, people, he has a drill on his head, a drill bit. Drill bit Taylor for all I fucking know, but yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're peeping and this puppet's just dragging around a chair and looking in the keyholes and sees them fucking and they're doing some kinky shit. They got the blindfold on and everything like that, tape chained up to the bed. And like Blade has like for some reason he has like spikes in his eyes. And whenever he gets like really excited, they shoot out. So when he sees him fucking in the bed, there's the spikes shoot out of his eyes. And not like shoot out projectile wise. <laughs> Is that what that's supposed to be like going on there? Okay. Yeah. Like he's I like, Wowzer. <laughs> like the old loonies, a wooga, and the eyes turn into hearts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carissa hears like something in the room, like knows something's going on. She's, the door's open. She's like, the door's open, and he one. If you're worried, like there's a weird thing, untie the person you're with real quick. Well, he's immediately like, untie me, hurry, like help, and she's just like, just a second, and it's like, no, just a second, untie yeah, me. Exactly. This is not fun anymore. And she checks under the bed, and she gets drilled by drillhead. Yes. Yes. And then. Huh. But she doesn't make a, like, I'm dying noises, so it's he's unaware she's dead, Frank. Right. And then, okay, we're here. <laughs> we get the leech woman. Go ahead, you will you take it, I'll jump it, in. It, it, she throws up, well, like, four or five leeches in real time. In, like, each leech seems like it takes, like, 30 seconds to a minute at least to throw up. But even before she throws up the leeches, she's like sucking on his nipple and she, he's like oh yeah that's it baby yeah and then in later puppet master movies we find out that leech woman is toulon's wife okay yeah the that... puppet master's wife he she dies in one of the later movies and he puts her soul into leech woman puppet so leech woman puppet is toulon's old like decrepit wife <laughs> Okay, so how does she die? Do we know? I forget. It's in a later movie. Okay, does it have anything to do with leeches? No, not at all. Okay, good. Because that brings me to what I wanted to say then. All the rest of these puppets, like magic aside, could be functional puppets. Blade right. just has blades on them. Like the big one literally doesn't do anything. The spinny head one spins. You can make a drill that spins. How do you create a fucking leech puppet? Yeah, That's what drives me insane. All the rest of these are, like, sticking with the puppet theme. Leech woman just throws the rule book out the fucking window. I throw up leeches. Why? I don't know. It's cool. You're in. Yeah, are you creating the leeches, like, in your stomach? Are you finding leeches and, like, swallowing them to then puke them up again? And or what's yeah. the, like, what's the practical, like, puppet version of her? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's no creatable way to make Leech Woman. So what the fuck is she? Yeah, yeah, it, it makes no sense. And she is, like, the most, like, fucked up part of this movie, I think. Just because it's so, like, 
it's so jarring because everything up until then, I mean, it's not like whimsical, but it's almost like whimsical horror where it's like, okay, that one's getting punched. Blade has a knife. He's stabbing people or slicing them. Or at they least get it makes her. sense. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Charles Band, put down the fucking cocaine. Yeah, I, I don't fucking get it in the slightest. No. But whatever. Um, his blindfold comes out, he sees the leeches and rightfully panics. And then one crawls in his mouth and he... Wait, does one crawl in his mouth? No, uh, that's later in the movie. Uh, okay. like, he just, he just throws up no like reason. four or five of them on him. And it's almost like they're like super leeches because he's like covered in all this blood. Like after the last one. And it's almost like I get that they suck all the blood out of him. Yeah, but the amount of blood those were okay, whatever. I'm guessing they're super puppet leeches. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Why not? What, that what that makes sense the, with the rest of it. What if the leeches themselves are puppets? Oh, I mean, honestly, that would make more sense. But I've what seen if it's no a dream inside a dream? Oh my god! Now we're getting Inception here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know where to go from the leeches, and I don't know where I'm at in my notes. So, yeah, yeah. After, after he dies. Woman, Let's just say, he dies. Yeah, he dies from leeches. Yeah. Um, the psychic is walking around with her dog drinking, and she goes back to her room, and Neil's body is sitting in the chair, and she is not shocked in the slightest. So, again, like I feel like we're on a part three of a movie for us to realize why isn't she shocked, but whatever, this is what we get. Yeah. By the way, if this is your first episode, I promise me and Brett are usually more positive than this. this yeah, this is just, one... And I'm not hating on it, but there's a lot of fucked up shit for us to cover in this one. And a lot of, okay, why? And, okay, the scene's over, so we don't know why. Yeah. So, that's all. If you this is your first time joining. Um, and then she sees Neil's body there, she starts talking to it, she, like, shakes some incense at it or something... I don't know. Yeah, she has, like, maracas with feathers on them, which I don't know if it's some kind of psychic-type thing, I'm guessing, that, like, wards away spirits or something. I have no idea. She reminds me of this old lady. Me and Anna went to this craft show thing the other day, which normally sounds like hell, but nothing has happened, so I was stoked to go to the craft show. <laughs> You're like, lady yay, like, outside! <laughs> exactly. This lady was selling chakras and stuff, and she told me how it will prevent 5G. And I'm like, but how will I get service on my phone? And she didn't like me being a smartass. But that lady <laughs> reminds me of her shaking her herbs and stuff at the dead body. Yeah, or it's almost like in Thinner, where like the old witch doctor's just like, Thinner. Yeah. So, yeah, and then she's doing that, but she's knocked over and choked by, I keep writing the tiny head one, Pinhead. Pinhead, yeah. Yeah. And how is her leg bleeding, Brett? Oh, because she fell over. We see no leg laceration. She mildly tripped. <laughs> okay, so I was just making sure I didn't miss it, so I didn't miss it. It's just bleeding? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, did, I didn't catch anything you didn't. Okay, <laughs> good then. She crawls Which, out of a lot the of this movie was me looking at it being like, did I miss something? Did I like look away for a split second and miss like a major thing? It's like, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, good, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, Brett will correct me, so I guess it just wasn't explained. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she crawls out of the room. She was lightly knocked down and choked out a bit. 
fucking run! There is a puppet chasing you that can attack you! You, Your body would pump every bit of adrenaline that you have stored in your glands, and you would fucking fly out of there. Oh no, Greg, this is a horror movie. As soon as you're scared, your legs quit working. Remember when we did It Chapter 1 and George got his arm bitten off? I'm like, you didn't bite off your fucking legs, kid! Run! You run the fuck away! Why are you crawling? <laughs> but that's exactly here, too. So she crawls out of room, and the puppet is coming after her, punches her, she throws him down the stairs, which starts our long game of cat and mouse between her and this puppet getting thrown and her getting punched. Yeah. Which happens like three more times, if I'm remembering correct. Yeah. Um, it's a, yeah, about. <laughs> so she throws him down the stairs, but then Blade chases her, but she escapes into the elevator. She's punched again when the elevator opens. She throws him again, and then Blade comes in from the elevator top, and then she gets her throat slashed and dies. But Which, just like, I felt like that should have been playing during this. Yes. And it's sped up. Like, yeah, so. like the Benny Hill, like her running yeah. in elevators and out of rooms, and the puppets coming after her. It's also one of the only times Blade actually uses his knife, like, in the entire series. You are correct. He does not use it very... Like, he has such cool weapons, and he uses them to, like, pull chairs around. (laughs) (laughs) Blade's just a sweetheart. He doesn't mean to be evil. No, I also love all, like, the little sounds he makes. He's like... (sighs) He he has like some breathing issues though. Every time his first person, he's like, <laughs> it's like my dog Alfred who has like one of those short snouts. He sounds <laughs> yeah. like Alfred running around after he's been playing for a while. Or like Toulon was like a chain smoker or something, so like Blade got secondhand smoke. Yeah, why is he breathing? He doesn't have fucking lungs. Yeah, why right. does he need to breathe at all? It's always like he's hissing. It's like. <sighs> <laughs> oh my god uh the widow wakes up the professor alex hair mcgee whatever you want to call him <laughs> says i have something to show you i i quit here you you go i quit because oh this... i don't what's this part they take him to the empty white room that he saw from his vision earlier oh and there's the mask guy and everything and he says you can't save her alex there's a gun and we find out it was a dream and then he sees the decapitated heads of all of his friends as a vision at the bottom of the bed. And the widowed, widow knocks on his door. Deja vu. I have something to show you. They go there. It happens almost shot for shot again. Um, and there's is a, this at the very end when they do find out that like the dead friend enemy is like not dead? That's just about here because the new vision, Neil vision with the stuffed dog in the chair... It's it's all vision central here and coming back and forth from it. And it says they're in the dining room and all three bodies are at the table and Neil and the puppets are there. That's a lot to get through for that. Jesus, he had a vision, goes to the dining room. Yeah. The guy's alive. Okay, (laughs) fucking hell. And the bodies are there and the puppets. Okay. And this is like, he explains where like, I don't know why Toulon, which is so stupid just to like bring puppets back. I brought myself back. Yeah. How? Oh, we're we're not going to explain that. The very confusing how you metaphysically brought yourself back with puppet magic. Okay, yeah, sure. Mag- yeah, it's magic puppet like wizardry. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Nazi magic. I don't know. Yeah, and then they're all there. He killed himself, brought him back using the old puppet master methods. Okay, <laughs> and then what does he say? Like he just goes full evil here. What's his end game? Because now, like. He has this hotel because of the widow and everything, but he just starts like fully like 
I'm going to tell you my evil plan. My first Wait. experiment was on her parents. Like, wh what? Yeah, it's definitely Dr. Evil at the end of, like, Austin Powers being like, and now I will explain my plan. <laughs> yeah, like, he's straight up villain monologuing here. And, like, um, he's, like, oh, he, and he's also, like, this is when he gets, like, mean with the puppets, and he, like, throws them aside. He's, like, these little, like, childish trinkets, and he throws them. And, like, all the puppets that are standing around watching this are all, like, oh, yeah, they kind of look, they, like, do that cock, that head cock to each other, like, are we the baddies? Like, type thing. Oh, yeah, because, well, he throws um Jester, which is, like I said, one of my favorite ones, because then his face won't go right for a few times. Yeah, it takes a while to wind correctly. And Which, uh, it, it's really weird, like, this dynamic with the puppets. It's almost like, um, the Godzilla movies, where at first Godzilla was, like, evil and bad, but, like, only a couple movies in, all of a sudden he's the good guy. It's the same thing with these puppets, where, like, later on, they're fighting evil to, like, save the world. <laughs> yeah, uh... I guess, like, this is their turn, kind of, for good, but they're not really good either. They're like, we're just not working with you, because you're a jerk, I think. But yeah. still, we don't know why they were killing. I guess, okay, so I guess this kind of makes sense now, now that we're talking it out. He was doing, they were doing his evil bidding, and they turn on him because he was mean to them. Why yes. wouldn't he fake still being nice to them? Exactly, like, you and, have... And, like, fake being nice to your wife, like, you know what I mean? Why does he have to go full supervillain? Yeah, you could easily still, like, if he hadn't turned on the puppets, he's won. Yeah, he, he wins, right there. But no, he has to be a dickhead and be like, oh, the power's mine! <laughs> Make a wish, and I'm Maxwell Powers! And, uh, <laughs> and then, Maxwell Lord. Maxwell Lord, yeah. <laughs> Which Maxwell hates when I call him that, uh, from Maxwell from Geek Positive, ever since I made that connection during that episode. But he um, changed his name in the group chat to that, though. Oh, well, maybe he came around to it, I guess. At first, maybe he was, he finally, no, when I brought that up. He finally leaned in. Yes. Um, by the way, if you do listen to Geek Positive, we're going to be a, late, a week late. Sorry, guys. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> Alex and Neil start fighting. Neil has the upper hand, pretty spry for a dead guy. Oh, nice. that's an that's an offspring lyric right there. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you. But the wife smashes a vase over his head again. If he didn't go full supervillain, she probably wouldn't have done that. Right. Um, then the maid. Okay, yeah, the maid pops up here. Is she a puppet now? Oh yeah. Well, is she like a resurrected dead body puppet? Because is her she... hair's all frazzled and like weird. Is she like half puppet? Because right. she's definitely not human. Well, because that leads even into, like, later Puppet Master movies again, where, like, I'm pretty sure there's a movie where, like, a guy starts turning into an actual, like, wooden puppet throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm guessing that's what happened with her, though. But it's not explained whatsoever. No, she pops up like, yeah, and that's about it. <laughs> I don't even think they defeat her. I don't know. <laughs> Am I correct? She stops them from leaving and then disappears. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She's still lurking around that hotel to this day. Yes. Yeah. Even then even like in the happy ending where they're saying goodbye, she's still lurking around there somewhere. She's like in the window like Norman Bates' mom. <laughs> like Yes. Um, but then uh Pinhead shuts Neil in the elevator after the fight resumes, and but then Neil pops Pinhead's head off. Yeah, he's like, you're nothing but a toy, basically. And then, yeah, he pops his head off, but then Pinhead just puts his head back on. Yeah, didn't really do much. Drillhead starts drilling his leg. He tries to escape through the elevator top. Blade cuts his fingers off, and 
all the puppets in a group effort kill him. I yeah, guess that's the also, best way to describe it. And uh, this like goes back to like this is definitely late '80s type because did you notice that his blood is green for no reason? No, I didn't catch that. Yeah, we're like back in the like mid to late '80s. They were like, we're going to start making blood other colors because they don't like the MPAA doesn't like red blood. But if we make it blue or like green, they don't give a shit. We can put as much of it is in there as we possibly can. So that, and they could get away with it with this because he's like resurrected and shit. Right, and usually movies would do it like that, where it'd be like, oh, it's a resurrected person, or it's a monster, or like, I know um, Phantasm 2 did it with the Tall Man, and that's also re- released like a year before this is all, so. Yeah, I can't wait to get to that one. Oh, oh yeah. Boy. <laughs> um, so they all kill him, including Leech Woman returns and pops the leech into his mouth, he chokes on it. Yeah, oh, the, by the way, uh, did, what cut did you watch of this? Uh, well, I watched it on HBO Max. Okay, I watched the Elvira one. Oh, okay, nice. Oh, it was, what's that on um Hulu or? I think it's on Prime. It was on Prime. Okay. I think. Yeah, so it was nice. I like how we'll do if Joe Bob has a special on it. I like watching those unless they cut too much out. I'll check to see if they did. So, but they didn't right. cut anything of this one. Oh, um, all... I forgot that Elvira did that like thirteen nights of Halloween or whatever a few years. Yeah, it's ago. nice having it come back. I like that. Um, but all the puppets kill him. The next morning, Alex just leaves in the cab, and we get to the most what-the-fuck out of this whole what-the-fuck movie. The widow picks up and puts down the stuffed dog, and it comes to life, and is just happy and walking, and she is not shocked by it like she knew. Yeah, like, he was supposed to be like that the whole time. Which, does that lead into, like, there's more Puppet Master magic going on? Or or is that something completely different? Did you watch the Goosebumps TV show when you were a kid? Here and there. Okay, I thought I think that was formative for me getting into this stuff later in life. This ending reminded me of the ending to a 90s Goosebumps TV show. Oh yeah, very much of like, yeah, those type of shows they would. They would end on this exact kind of scene where the stuffed dog gets put down and there's a real dog. Yeah, and then that's I, just I, the end. I expected to do that. Dun, 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 dun. That's what I thought was going to happen at the end. I'm like, it's the Goosebumps. But no, this is a legit horror movie. And that's the end. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, what I do mean, you think? <laughs> I like I said, I enjoy this movie. I know kinda. that's what I mean. Like for all the, sh- I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. But like for all the shit talking we did, I don't hate this movie. No, I enjoy it kinda. But every time I watch it, I'm like, why am I watching this? It's kind of on p- the room levels and like Plan Nine. Like it's so much fucked up in it. It's more fun for that. Yeah, of like, yeah, definitely of like, Leech Woman adds a lot to it because that's just a complete what the fuck factor. Like, yeah, there's there's so much weird in it, and like the weird like character people, like the guy with the amazing hair, or like how Toulon is like, it's okay. Like (laughs) any of that little character stuff like that that they add in these kinds of movies is probably why I like it. Like shaking the incense at the dead body, like it's it's so over the top, like. It's it's almost on those levels. That's why I like it. And but because I'm sitting there like, why am I nothing positive almost my saying by enjoy this movie? That's got to be it. Yeah, it's the weird, quirky moments of this movie that makes it so good. But it's not on those movies levels that we've referenced. No, so, it's not it's, on Plan Nine level. It's not on like the room level. It's not that much of a good bad movie. But it's like a, I would say a weird good movie. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, I get. I don't even put it. Well, we'll get to ratings. All right. So, I don't know if I even want to say good. <laughs> yeah. So let's do our kill count. You ready? Yes. Okay. So every week we do the throbbing with horror kill count. We take the kill counts from all the movies we've watched. That's what this is. Okay. So last week, what did we do? Oh, yeah. Last week we did Plan Nine from Outer Space. Jason with Shane the Gray. Left us at a kill count of 270 kills, Brett. We've made it through 270 grisly murders. Nice. Where do you think Puppet Master left us? Um, uh, we're at 270? Yeah. Uh, mm, I'm going to tell you to say 275. Oh, so close! 276. Oh, okay. I was even yeah. going to say 274. Oh, uh, you're close to 75. Yep, put us right over with only 24 left till we hit 300. 276 kills. Nice. All right, so what's next? Uh, is, next is my uh, ratings, where I don't like to rate something by stars, because that's kind of boring, and everyone seems to do that. It's I like played to do... I tell you, it's, it's overdone. It's overdone. <laughs> uh, I like to do something from the movie from 1 through 10. You know what's funny? Trying... Sometimes when I watch these, I try to guess what you're going to use for this. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm trying to still... Well, I always like to come off with it, like, on the spot. So I'm trying to think of, like, what could be good with this one. Let's say leeches. That's what I guessed. Okay, good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so right. one leech, I would say never watch this movie ever. It's not worth it. Ten leeches is, like, this is one of the best movies ever made. I'll tell you right now, and I don't even know what you rated it. I can speak for both of us. Neither of us gave this 10 leeches. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I was between giving it a 4 and a 5, so I'm going to give it like a 4.5 leeches. 4.5? Brett, I will send you a picture so you know I'm not bullshitting you. I gave it a 4.5 as well. Nice. That's a solid uh, uh, ratings from this podcast then. So do you want to know what we got next week, Brett? Yes, uh, next week. Next week. We have a first from this director, which surprised me, but we're only 26 episodes in now. We are doing The Devil's Rejects, which is my favorite of his Three From Hell trilogy. Yeah, I always, um, yeah, Rob Zombie's movies, I love most of them. Like, 31, I didn't like at all. Halloween 2 that he did was really weird. But yeah, Devil's Rejects, between Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses, I go between which is my favorite of his. Yeah. So that, that'll be a really fun one. And I'll stress this like I do every week. If you're listening to this in a back catalog, what I'm about to say is irrelevant because the shit changes so much. But if you're listening to this upon release, sorry if you guys hear my dog's bark and I'll try to edit it out. It is available on AMC Plus, Tubi, and Pluto TV. Okay, it's on Pluto as well. I love Pluto TV. Yeah, so lots of free options there if you guys do want to watch it and you don't have a copy. So if you want to watch along and be prepared... For next Friday, it will be The Devil's Rejects. And this is another one of those movies as well that's been out for a long time. So you could probably go to Walmart and get it for like 5 or $10. If your Walmart has a decent movie section. God knows mine doesn't. Yeah. And it, we don't yeah, have an FYE very, or anything yes. anymore. So it's pretty much online ordering for me at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I got for Puppet Master next week. Yeah, that's, I can't wait for next week. That's going to be a lot of fun. And Puppet Master was interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely interesting. I think that might be the first time both of us came under a five on something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because a lot of times I rate it way over what it should be and you yell at me. <laughs> exactly. No, we're spot on on this one. It, I think that is a solid choice for it. 
Yeah, it's worth watching, but not that often. <laughs> you honestly don't need to ever rewatch it. I have, no. but you don't. That's no. not something you ever need to see again. Just for like the legacy of it, yeah, probably put it on once. You don't even have to pay that much attention. You get it. Puppets killing people, they're psychic for some reason. Yeah, it, yeah, that's it. It makes no sense. There's no plot, and the puppets are kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, um... Uh, follow. Make sure to follow us on a uh, Twitter um, at Throbbing Horror. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Throbbing with Horror. Um, check out all the other shows on the Why Not Talk About This Network. Um, Universe awesome. Network. You and Rob. You and Rob never get it right. What? Why not talk about this Universe Network? And you know what's fucked up is Rob is the one that made us call it Universe. Yeah, I know, and he always gets it wrong. I wanted to call it a network. He's like, I don't yeah. want to call it a network. Fine. Okay, yeah, the why not talk about this universe fucking Razor Rob. Yeah. Uh, check out Razor Rob on um Auto Anxiety Radio Show. Uh it's a lot of fun. It reminds me of like old school drive talk radio. Yeah. Um Geek, Geek Positive with Maxwell and uh fucking uh Greg. Who am I talking yeah, to right now? <laughs> me. This guy. Um they talk about geek shit all the time, which I hope that I'm not saying nothing, but I hope you guys do the Snyder cut at some point. We're gonna probably do a DCEU one in general, which we'll we'll cover that. So nice that that'll be coming. And uh, yeah, check out Ruthless Retrospective with uh, Rob and Greg. Yeah, it's and, on uh, hiatus, but there's a whole back catalog there for you guys. Yeah, and uh, P, who you might remember from the episode two of this podcast with Blood Harvest with Tiny Tim, is starting an anime podcast, which is called Weeb Two K, I believe. That is the name. P is going to be going over all like pre two thousands anime. So make sure you guys check that out. That's probably my favorite era of that stuff because I grew up with three channels and Fox Kids would always play that stuff. But I love uh, uh, P put on through like the group chat. He's like, anyone wants to be on my anime podcast? I'm like, is Beavs and Butthead count as anime? And he didn't answer me. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> Damn it! Well, that's as close as I get. <laughs> but check that out because yeah, P is awesome. Yeah. So I'd say that pretty much wraps us up, guys. Thanks for checking it out. All right. Yeah. Uh, have a good evening, and we hope we've left your brain throbbing with horror and leeches. <laughs>